It sounds like there's an amazing love story in there, Susan. So when I was going through a divorce, I intentionally didn't date. I didn't go on the dating apps. I, I at one point I, I started to look and, um, and I freaked out. I had to get to know me where I needed to, to release unhealthy belief systems and unhealthy energy muck because I don't want to close my heart. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be open-hearted. So here's the happy ending or the happy beginning. I um, started setting an intention for a new relationship. I wanted somebody who was kind and compassionate. I wanted somebody who would love me and respect me for who I am. I wanted a full head of hair and I was out with <laughs> my girlfriend and they're like, they're like, have you seen the men our age? None of them have a full head of hair. I said, well, this guy's going to. It was all those things, right? And the day after I received my final divorce decree overdone, and this person came up behind me, he put his hands on my shoulder and all of a sudden it was like electrical <gasps> fireworks. And I was like, oh my God, who is this? And I turn around and it's, it's my current spouse, oh. full head of beautiful gray hair. Oh, I have tingles and through my whole body. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast, Empowered by Design. I am your host, Dr. Liz, a hopeful romantic, mom of two beautiful souls, and partner to the love of my life. As a licensed psychologist, I love helping people heal, grow, and shine. I am a love and relationship specialist and owner of Visionistas by Design Wellness Boutique where we lead with love and empower you to fly. This podcast delivers inspirational stories, conversations, and lessons on the power of tuning in body, mind, heart, soul, and spirit, following your intuition, seeing the signs, and listening to the whispers from angels. To pursue your dreams in life, work, and love with intentional vision. Share the love, spread the power, dream, design, deliver. Susan Burrell is the author of Live Your Empowered Life, a 30-day journey book. She has a thought-provoking podcast called Empowering Chats with Susan Burrell that can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and other popular platforms. Her guided meditations are accessible through the Insight Timer app. Susan is a feisty Scorpio, was even born with the red hair to back it up, and former actress who has navigated life by learning how to listen within to that divine urge that keeps pointing her in the direction of her life's purpose, even when she can't see the road. Susan is a guide in the crossroads of life with a master's degree in consciousness. She has been counseling and supporting people in transforming from the inside out for over 25 years. Her methods are proven because she has lived this journey to empowerment. Welcome, Susan. Hey, Liz. Thank you for, for having me. Thank you so much for being here. I am excited. Yes, we're both 
um, share, we have a shared passion for empowering people to live life with with joy and balance. And I'm so excited. A fellow podcaster with, with empowerment uh, in the in the title. So we are so I'm so excited to be here with you. And um, we're going to talk about lots of things. And, and what I love about these chats is we I ha we have um, an outline, a few things that we want to definitely get to. And then what I love is just being able to be open to see where things go, right? To just trust our own intuition and and let the conversation lead itself. Um, so, well, that's you. certainly what empowerment is, right? Mm. To trust yourself and let the um, inner wisdom of your heart lead you. Absolutely, that's real empowerment. Yes, yeah. So I would love for you to start off by, I was, as I was checking out your website again, um, I noticed that your book, the, the book is, um, has recently been placed on, endorsed by Improve Her Health website and on the 29 Best Women Advising books. The title of it, Live Your Empowered Life, A 30-Day Journey, My Intention well, first of all, it's a workbook, everybody. It's a workbook mm -hmm. um, because I believe in doing the work. The only way you can move from uh, feeling like a victim or not feeling worthy or, or not loving yourself is by digging in and doing the work. And that's an inner job. It's not an outer job. You know, nobody's going to fix you. You get to fix yourself. So when I... I when I when the book was first released, um, I had a couple of friends, you know, start to work it, and they so it took them longer than thirty days. <laughs> My intention was you do a daily practice every day, you do mm -hmm. something every day, um, and part of it is so that you come out of the end at the end of the book with a, a renewed life purpose, but also a spiritual practice, whether it's a journaling. Um, because there's lots of journaling prompts. There's lots of affirmations that um, I personally worked when I was going through uh, a really horrible uh, divorce. And uh, because, so everything in the book I've done. So, mm. and it's interactive with my website. So you, because there's guided meditations, I, I have this ability. Uh, it's a gift of, um, just downloading guided meditations. I hear, you know, I hear something and I'm like, oh, okay, that's the meditation we're going to use. When mm -hmm. I'm working with clients, I often use a guided meditation to help them find their inner truth or wisdom. So, so the book is very interactive. And mo a lot of that is also, again, because when I'm going through my stuff, my yucky stuff, I need at least one person with me, you know, mm -hmm. to help whether it's a mentor, a counselor, or a close friend, you know, and, and I actually have always had circles of women from, from the time I was in my very early 20s, circles of women that support each other in uh, spiritual attunement, mm. if you will, and, and also supporting each other in, in, by deep listening to what's going on in each other's lives. So I always feel like that's important. So the journey isn't a, a solo journey. You, you've got 
me along the way. That's why there's videos to um, go back and forth to that are all housed on the website. So um, yeah, and it and it just kind of wrote itself because I had gone through all that stuff, yeah. you know. So it's like, wow, okay. It, when it when it happened when it was when I sat down to actually format it, it didn't take me long. So, yeah. So it's way more than a book, basically, is what you're telling us. It is a it is a workbook, so you can hold mm-hmm. it, which I, I personally love to just like grab onto things like that. So it is a workbook that you can hold in your hand, you can write in it, and there are other aspects that are included in the, the workbook on your website mm-hmm. that help guide you through the, the workbook, through the book um, as a journey. Whether it takes you 30 days, if you're a, if you're a sprinter, <laughs> maybe 30 days. And I love that um, flexibility when I was r- looking at the book and um, looking at the, the, the little video that you can write on your website. If you're interested, you can check out the video. I love that, that you even describe it as this retreat, right? As you can do this, you can live your life and this, this workbook slash journey to empowerment is also accessible wherever you are right now. You don't have to mm-hmm. leave your, you don't have to take time away from your real life. <laughs> you can incorporate this as it fits into your life. So stretching it out, if it takes you six months, right? If it takes you more than one month to do this, it is up to you and your goals and your dream and your vision of how you use this beautiful book slash lots more um, videos that, that you are there with them uh, mm-hmm. along the journey. I love that. Yeah, it was, um, and I read, a, I led a couple book studies when it first came out mm. with, with people um, because it's, there's, it, it's crafted. So you start, I, I really believe this Liz, you, the only way to find your inner access is you got to move the garbage in your head, right? Mm -hmm. You've got to empty out the garbage. And one way that I do that, and I encourage my clients is to journal the story out. And and because you have to get that story that you run, whatever Mm -hmm. your story is, you know, uh, for me, it was, you know, about my ex-husband, get the story out of the head. So then you can see, well, okay, what's really going on with me emotionally, physically, mentally, emotionally within my body. And, and we often run a story to keep us distracted from our inner truth, you know, from Mm. our, from what, and and our emotions. I know I did that. I, Mm. I, I thought I was all good, but Mm. what, what I'd done is I had, uh, you know, I had a castle built around my heart, you know, Mm. I, it was, big turrets and a big moat and the drawbridge never came down you know I was like I am you know protected and when you go through um a trauma it it's important to feel the emotions that come in because of that trauma I I believe Mm -hmm. because that's because otherwise it downloads into the physical system and then you in in my personal experience and you create disease right Mm -hmm. diseases come in usually in my experience and how i've witnessed clients 
because we haven't expressed our emotions. So to clear the story out, get the garbage out of the head, it's not so you can reread the story or show it to somebody. See, here's my story. <laughs> it, it's to get it out and then you can begin to face your emotions. And oftentimes what people hide under their emotions is fear, mm -hmm. right? Anger covers fear, guilt, shame cover fear. And, and I, I really think the, the biggest fear that most human beings have, it, 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 and I, I would say especially women, is not being good enough, not mm. being worthy or valuable, not feeling that they deserve the love that we're all seeking, right? Yeah. So facing that fear um, is, is really important, but you have to dig underneath to go, wow, here's anger. Let me pull that off. <laughs> when I, so I remember when I was going through divorce, um, cause I did all of this, the, all the practices that are in the book, I, this is what I did personally to get myself through the divorce. And because I knew I wanted to come out whole, basically, mm -hmm. I wanted to, I wanted to know me, Susan, not me with my ex-husband or not who he said I was, which was all a bunch of pack of lies. Um, so I had to learn how to love myself. And I remember just feeling like in meditate. I, so I meditated, I meditate every day. I sit, you know, I, and some of it's to get quiet. Some of it's to work through a, a, an issue, an emotion. Um, Lately, every time I sit to meditate, I have to have a good cry first because <laughs> lots of emotions are up and that's okay. You know, I'm, I'm okay with that. But I remember feeling like I had um, trench coats on hmm. various, I don't know if you ever, I, you know, I, I was big um, Peter Sellers fan, you know, the Pink Panther and, but he reminds me of the guy, a trench coat guy. And, you know, he's got stuff hidden, you know, under the trench coat. Yes. See, Hey, hey, buddy, you want to buy a watch? You know, <laughs> and I, and I remember pulling. I would, I, I would energetically pull off this trench coat that was shame, and I'm like, oh my god. And then there'd be another one. Okay, let's just pull that one off. And it, so energetically pulling off the gunk, the energy gunk that gets dropped on us all the time if we are unaware. It, it was. It's so important. And then you can begin to, to investigate how, who am I now, you know? Yeah, absolutely. What do I think about me now yes. and all that? And, and like I said, and then it, toward the middle to end of the book, uh, you have an opportunity to uh, rewrite your life purpose so that you come out with something tangible at the end of the experience. So. Wow. Yeah. So many, many layers of the story. So first getting, sharing your story, which we love to do here on this podcast um, and the importance of telling your story, but you're, you're also highlighting how pulling off these layers um, are different versions of the story to get to really who you are on, on from the inside out, that true authentic self. Yes. I love that. And so many people are, um, like I taught, I, I mentioned earlier, you know, I was girded for battle, right? You know, I, I, because I had been so hurt, hmm. traumatized during that 
28 year marriage. Mm. Um, and so I had to, I, I remember right before my son was born, um, and I was meditating and I'm like, oh my God, I have to open my heart. I didn't even understand that I had shut it down mm -hmm. and I knew I wanted to love this amazing being, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and, and so I had to open my heart and that was scary because I, I, you know, it's like the thing, you don't know what you don't know, mm -hmm. but when you become aware of what you don't know, right, then you've got to face it and you've got to deal with it. And, um, and so I opened my heart to my son and therefore opened again to my, the, my spouse at the time. And, um, and it, it was, uh -uh. And my son's great. He's great. He's 28 and, and he's fabulous. And we have a good, strong relationship, but it was, you know, it was like, wow, I, I didn't know I had shut down. Hmm. So, um, and I think a lot of people don't realize that they're shut down you know, yeah. which, which keeps you from, from really having the ability to listen to your intuition and, or what I call the divine wisdom that, that resides within all of us. You know, we come preloaded, right? <laughs> we come with all the answers. We are, you know, that little, that little baby that's born has all the answers and all the solutions they ever need for their entire life this time you know for their soul growth and evolution and it's all within the heart center not the mind and and again bright and shiny we get stuck up in the head because we got to figure out a problem especially if we are hiding out in fear and not realizing it so that yeah. then you become a control freak and you become obsessive and you know all all those things and it's mostly because you're just running away from the truth of who you are, which we are all amazing divine sparks of this infinite source energy that is beyond description. And yet we feel it every day. We see it, we witness it mm -hmm. every day because we, we live and move in an atmosphere of energy of, and it's, and it comes from a higher source than you know, kind of multi-dimensional also where uh you know we can't touch necessarily touch and feel that kind of energy unless you become really consciously awake not even awake aware mm -hmm. when you when you begin to open into your personal connection to source then you can feel it like i i i have that's what i've dedicated my um the rest of my life to it. I mean, I was dedicated to it by when I was 17, actually. But so I've developed other skill sets that a lot of people, if you become aware, you can develop that too. But you but it takes intuitive listening to your higher self. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so much of what you're saying, we speak, we speak the same language. For sure, I love that you highlight some of these things that have been so key in your journey of life and and that there has been pain and that there has been beauty and new life and growth and opening the heart and recognizing when you when you open it how how it was covered up or shut down or protected by that castle. 
Um, but I think a couple of things that are that stand out that are very key for the, the doing the work is that meditation, the peace that spending time in quiet reflection, quiet meditation with yourself and the divine energy um, that has been key in, in your journey. I've trained myself over 30 years to be able to drop in to meditation in, in a moment, but that doesn't mean that my mind is quiet. You know, it, I've got a pretty um, active, you know, mind, imagination, we all do. Mm. And, and so I, it, I finally gave myself a free pass a while back that it, it, it's not about, for me, my meditation practice isn't about me oming until I'm so quiet. It, it doesn't work that way for me. Um, it, it, is, it does mean I've got to kind of watch the thoughts move through, right? Let them just go. Don't, don't focus, don't go with the thoughts, right? Don't go with the movie playing in my head. But okay, so that's coming up. Well, Oh, and here, this is, this is coming up. Oh, I, and then that's actually attached to a, an emotion. And I just, I see it more, Liz, as my, my practice is about clara, clearing and clarifying. Mm -hmm. And then when I get to a certain part of that meditation, of, of my meditations, I feel, I feel a uh, source energy. I I have electrical energy that moves down in and through my body. Mm. Um, it makes me a gifted healer and, mm. and an intuitive. And again, I think we all have access to the, that kind of electrical conduit. We're conduits for spirit. You know, a conduit is something where it, it, energy moves through it. Water moves through a conduit, right? So, uh, so I get to a place where um, I allow that energy to come in. I welcome it, and I allow it to move in and inform me, illuminate me, please, please, please help me understand. Hmm. You know what? What? Let me know. So, I, I developed a practice last year uh, um, about talking to my heart, you know, and I, and I, the wisdom of my heart and I, and I say, okay, I'm listening. And then I journal whatever it is I'm hearing or seeing. Um, because in that is are are the answers that, that, so that circles back to that newborn baby that has come preloaded with all their solutions and all their answers. And, you know, and then life happens and we forget that we we are connected to a, a, a major consciousness that always has our backs when we pay attention. So yeah. that's how I, that's my, that's part of my practice. Yeah. And I think why that resonates so strongly with me is that when I became intentional about setting time aside for myself to meditate um, it was a life changer, absolute life mm -hmm. changer. And at first I began kind of finding time throughout my day where I could, uh, you know, spend however many minutes I had to meditate. And, um, not too long ago, almost two years ago, I switched and said, you know what, I'm going to try and do it in the morning. That's the first thing I'm going to do. And I have 
loved that time for myself. So I roll out of my bed and go to my meditation space. And, and since that time, it's been expanded to include other things, meditation and um, journaling and writing and praying and reading and doing all these things that allow me to recharge. But mm -hmm. the key is that I love that you're talking about with this, with the energy and tuning in is that my mind, like yours, is constantly going with ideas and, and daydreams and all of these things. Um, and it doesn't stop that from happening, but it allows space for us to really digest it, notice it, mm -hmm. and, and, and mm -hmm. notice patterns and notice like, oh, wait, I'm feeling something in my body here connected to that. And where did that come from? <laughs> right? Like, it, for, it, it's time that I have intentionally made to slow down and then tune into those not just my mind but what what you're saying too the the spiritual connection the divine messages those downloads the intuitive messages that come when we make the time to mm -hmm. listen and tune in love that and be aware just mm -hmm. to be aware mornings are my best time because if i don't do it in the morning same with exercise. If I don't get it done in the morning, it the day goes by and I haven't sat and listened and or gone for a walk or anything. So I, I'll, it, but the other thing about morning time, if for people that are listening, is that it is more quiet in the morning than it is, mm. you know, right after dawn. And I have a, a I have a Sheltie as mm. soon as the sun comes up. Oh my God. She's like, wake up, wake up, wake <laughs> up. And so my, my, you know, with daylight savings time, my morning practice got earlier and earlier, you mm -hmm. know, but it's, it's because the, the, so many people are still not, uh, they're still sleeping. Right. So you have a, a clearer channel, if you will, in the morning. Um, I have a friend who gets up at five in the morning all the time. She's phenomenal at, because that's where she can, that, that timing is where she can hear mm -hmm. and listen and be with herself best uh you know so uh, evening times are good you know the the idea of meditating uh twice a day is often recommended so that you open yourself in the morning and then in the evening evening you meditate and you can resolve anything before you actually go to sleep mm -hmm. um there's a great uh <clears throat> there's a great app for people that don't meditate. Uh, this is, I've been using this app with my students and clients for ooh, 18 years. It's called insight timer. And the, when they first started, it was just a timer, you know, mm -hmm. you, and you could do little fun bells or chimes or, but you could set it for five minutes and you didn't have to worry. You know, it would go off in five minutes um, and you could get on with your day, you know, or you could set it for 30 minutes or whatever your dealing do is. And, um, and so I, uh, these guided meditations that I get, um, gifted or led to do, um, I have them all on insight timer now. So people can go to my website and go to the insight timer icon at the bottom of each page and click on that. And you'll go right to where. I have all my various guided meditations. A couple of them are five minutes. A couple of them are 35 minutes. You know, it just depends on uh, what was coming through. So 
and guided meditations for a lot of people. I don't, I personally don't like listening to guided meditations. Isn't that strange? Mm -hmm. I, 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 cause I'm tuned into me. I, I know me, you know, my, um, my current spouse, when we were first together, he would love to lit listen to a guided meditation before falling asleep. And I would make him put in his earphones because I, I, I don't want somebody else's voice in my head when I'm trying to sleep, you know, mm -hmm. I just need, I just need source energy. That's all. I yeah. Need. I, it's funny. I also use the insight timer app myself personally, and I'm a teacher there too. So another thing that we overlap on, I love that app. Um, I recommend it all the time to my clients. I love that there's a free version. There's a, you know, you can obviously yes. pay a little bit more for some of the extra features, but I absolutely love there. And there's thousands and thousands of amazing teachers and guides on there um, that have different tracks, right? With, with words. I love sometimes just the ones with music or music, noise, yeah. the sound bowls. I, I absolutely recommend that app all the time. So that is so fun. Yeah. I'm going to read one, a quote from your website. Um, you say, I teach what I have personally learned and navigated in my life. I have learned how to be with my dark side and to weed out the junk, the thoughts and the beliefs that harm or no longer serve me. I have lived it. I have rediscovered myself after feeling that my heart and my life were shattered beyond repair, only to realize my true self. The one I was meant to be was hidden under the rubble and shards of a seemingly broken life. It sounds like there's an amazing love story in there, Susan. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So when I was going through a divorce, I, uh, intentionally didn't date. I didn't go on the dating apps. I, I at one point I, I started to look and, um, and I freaked out and my son is like, mom, 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 don't go on those apps. Don't <laughs> no, no mom, mom. And I'm like, well, if I eventually want to meet somebody, cause I had, I was in my early fifties. I had a whole second half of life to, mm -hmm. to be. And he's like, I said, so where would I meet somebody, Sean? And he's like, well, you could go to a bar. I'm like, Oh God, no, been there, <laughs> done that. No, thank you. So I intentionally did not date. I, I had, like I said earlier, I had to get to know me. I was, mm. you know, yes. I had to understand me and, and, and where I was healthy and where I needed to, to, release unhealthy belief systems and unhealthy energy muck that my ex-husband uh when you're in relationship everybody there's a, you exchange energy with that person good or bad doesn't it, it just there's an energy exchange with in friendship there's an energy exchange mm -hmm. in families there's an energy exchange and so becoming i became very consciously aware that i was like tied up in a net like a like a fisherman's net one mm. day I was like oh my wow. god I can't even move mm. and so I had to uh, sit down and in meditation cut those strings and I wow. and I still have to be you know I've been out of it for almost 10 years this that that previous and I still have to go in and cut the because he the roof he There's stuff that he, still comes up. 
Well, there's stuff it, that comes up, but there's also energy systems he consciously or unconsciously sends mm. to me, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I have to be vigilant. It's not because I don't want to close my heart. Mm-hmm. I want it to be open hearted. So as we were getting close to the end, which, you know, it felt like I was going to die before we got through this divorce. And um, because I, I I was married to a, a narcissist that, uh, it, but the, the one where he doesn't even understand that he's a narcissist. Mm. So that was the trauma. And that was the, and that's why he kept, uh, you know, trying to control me within like 30 seconds of a, a, a contact I you know with him he boom. yeah I'm watching so, I I can so I'm watching you because I can see you but what you what she's doing people listeners she, it's like you're you're clenching your fist like there's this this hold on you right like um I can see it because I can see you but I, I love to give people this visual because it's so powerful both hands in the air and just like clenching this fist like there's this physical holds energetic spiritual emotional mental all together just like pressure um around you and i and i want to say and yet and we'll get to the happy ending yes because that was (laughs) that's what started me but i want to say to your listeners if if you are because the narcissists are so subtle you don't know that you're being uh Mm. traumatized or abused you don't know. And then eventually when they get done with that relationship, they wring you out. Mm. They make you feel so worthless. And I've talked to other women, mm-hmm. so worthless that you are going to be crawling on your knees the rest of your life. If you do not become consciously aware of the truth of your being and and, and then the lies you've been told for however many years. I have a client who's been in a marriage for over, for close to 34 years. And the divorce is so contentious because she's been married to a narcissist who is wringing her out, wringing her out monetarily too, right? So they don't want you to have anything, no happiness, nothing. So that's why I did the work I did. Mm-hmm. That's what is in my book. I don't talk about narcissism in the book, but um, because I have to, you do have to be careful because anyway, so when to answer my, so here's the happy ending or the happy beginning. Um, <laughs> when I was realizing that the divorce might begin to be over, I um, started setting an intention for a new relationship. Mm. You know, and just gentle intentions, not and it's going to look like this and it's going to be because that doesn't get you anywhere. Everybody, you can't you have to hold your intentions loosely because spirit may have a better idea. Mm. So uh, and you have to be open to that. Well, you don't have to do anything I say, but it, it's good to be open. It's helpful. So <laughs> it's helpful. So I started with a, a list of qualities that I wanted in my next relationship and the first one was kindness I wanted somebody who was kind and compassionate I wanted somebody who would love me and respect me for who I am not make me different change blah blah um I added uh 
having all his money handled. Anybody who's thinking about everybody needs to have their own money. <laughs> yes. So I, he had money handled and blah, blah. And I got down to specifics as I was getting closer to the end of, I wanted a full head of hair and I was out with <laughs> my girlfriend and they're like, they're like, have you seen the men our age? None of them have a full head of hair. I said, well, this guy's going to. This he guy just is. is. <laughs> right. He just is going to. And they're like, like, well, who's our age? And, you know, I said, well, how about Mark Harmon? He has a beautiful mm-hmm. full hair. You know, it's gray and it's beautiful. So it was all those things, right? And the day after I received my final divorce decree, overdone the paperwork <sighs> from the from the courts, right? The day after I was serving at the center for spiritual living um, that the congregants were either in their seventies or eighties married, or they were lesbians, you know? So, and I had friends say, oh, well, you'll meet somebody at church. I'm like, (laughs) no, I don't think so. I really don't. And this day after I got the divorce decree, after service, I, um, I do prayer work with people and this person came up behind me. He put his hands on my shoulder and all of a sudden it was like electrical <gasps> fireworks. And I was like, Oh my God, who is this? And I turn around and it's, it's my current spouse, oh. full head of beautiful gray hair. Oh, I have tingles and, through my whole body. <laughs> and if we were, we were just waiting for each other to complete the previous relationship Mm. he was he's a widower um but when we finally connected it was there was no mistake that we were supposed to be together and have fun have fun Fun. and love each other fun love he's he's (laughs) fabulous so I'm, i'm so grateful i'm so grateful and i'm grateful to my um my soul and my higher mm. self that that kept me on track to do the work and yeah. and i'm actually gonna say this i am grateful to my ex-husband who put me through all those lessons so i could become more me mm. and i could become uh, a healthy person mm. and it takes again ladies everybody that's listening, it takes a lot of work to be empowered. And then you have to consistently clear out the closet, so to speak. You have to consistently clear out your thinking to remain aligned with the truth of your being Mm, and that that. empowerment. And the empowerment really is source. You Mm. know, it it really, it's not like we're doing the heavy lifting Well, we are, but you know, source energy, like I said, just flows through us all the time and becoming um, consciously aware of it and allowing it, receiving it um, just makes your life better. Yeah. Yeah. And the story, the love story, there's a few, right? It, it was that you had to love you before yes, being able first. to absolutely um, first along, along the way. Um, and, and it's a journey that doesn't end. Right. So we know that that's continuing. You've, you've said that here today, that, that there's always the effort to 
clear things out and to recognize, to be aware, to notice when something pops up and it's like, uh-oh, <laughs> got to do some work there. Oh um, boy. Right? Yeah. The journey does not end. It gets, it gets easier. It changes over the course of time and, and with circumstances, but I love, love, love the, that power that you talk about of loving yourself, loving your source, loving spirit, loving the connection with your friends and family and divinity and being open to what is, what is supposed to be touching you on the shoulder from behind just mm -hmm. at the perfect moment. Isn't Love. that amazing? That is amazing. And when we were dating, um, it, 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 and it was a rapid dating, you know, it was like, oh my God. Um, at one point <laughs> he said to me, he said, you know, I'm not here to make you happy. And I said, I totally agree. I'm going to make me happy. Yes. I make me happy. You make you happy. And together we're going to be happy, mm. which is the, the, the exact way yes. our relationship is, is we both, he does his, he does his own inner work. He's, 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 he's just fabulous. So, um, yeah, I love that. I, yeah. I make me happy. He makes him happy. Yes. And together we're and happy. Together, Yes. One of the things that I, I use in my work with couples and people who are in relationship is I, we call it the fun love formula, but it's, it's very much what you just said, where we each have our own circle, our own ring of identity, and that contributes to the, the ring of the relationship, right? So there's, we must maintain an aspect of our own space, our own identity, our own joy, whether it's joy, love, fun, money, right? What you're saying, all of these things, we must as individuals maintain a sense of uh, space and independence and then contribute together in that yes. shared space of the relationship is how we, we maintain the love, the fun love, the balance, the passion and the empowerment. Love it. Yeah. Oh, I love that description, Liz. That's exactly, I, I'm going to make, I, I, my son is engaged to be married um, and I, and I adore, I know, and I adore his fiance. She's been my, uh, assistant, um, for the last few years. And, um, I, so I was going to say, I'm going to make my son listen to this podcast so he can hear that description. <laughs> there you you know, they're already kind of doing it. They're trying, you know, they're trying to, and that's my big thing is to remain your own unique individual self, but learn to grow together. Yes. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And actually he can download the the little handout for free right on my website. So, okay. Yeah. It's um the, because I love visuals, you know, like you with the workbook but it shows you the rings and then it shows you the things that, that go into them, right? Like we each mm. have our own values that we have personally, but then we also have shared values or shared interest and shared culture, identity. But the, the important piece is respecting the differences, but also using the things that we share as the foundation for a healthy relationship. Those yeah. shared yes. pieces are so important. So, oh, congrats, yeah. congratulations. I love weddings. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> love, God, love, it's love, be love. spectacular. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fun, yeah. You talked about how you have, you know, your heart and you have, you recognize that sometimes it's open and there've been times when it's felt closed or really protected, bounded by the castle, the walls. 
how do you, what kind of um, guidance can you give to people who may need to understand better how to open the heart, but protect it at the same time, right? Because I think mm-hmm. we think in that dichotomy of open heart, closed heart, and and a lot of us do that when we feel, when we suffer heartbreak and loss, whether it's through through death or through divorce or what relationships end. Um, and we kind of like then close it down. That's it. I'm done. I'm done with love. <laughs> um, how do we find that happy m- middle? Um, that's a really good question. And, uh, and, and it's something that takes practice. Mm-hmm. So uh, if, 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 Somebody has, so I start all my classes or my sessions with clients by um, inviting people to breathe into their heart center, breathing in love and exhaling love mm-hmm. and breathing in love and exhaling love. I'm doing love. it right and now. That, oh, <laughs> I love so it. Cool. I love it. Because I think that we have to remind ourselves that we are love. Mm-hmm. We are love mm-hmm. and we are loving and we are, and, and, and with the breath right breath is a circulation so with the breath then that love circulates within the mental emotional physical and etheric bodies uh breathing in love and exhaling love and so that opens the heart and but then to address the second part of your question but then what do you do when you're open heart because being vulnerable being vulnerable in my experience that i i've learned that's where uh, people can access, you know, you better. If you're open hearted, if you're allowing yourself to be transparent and vulnerable now, (coughs) excuse me. Um, it's interesting that I have to cough right now. That's so funny. Good God. Uh, but, but there's a way to protect yourself, everybody, um, by visualizing yourself surrounded by mirrors and and I have a um, a great uh, somatic healer I've been working with in preparation for my son's wedding so I can let go of the trauma um, and he, he I always use mirrors and surrounded myself so the mirrors face out towards anybody coming towards you mm. well he his name's Scott Clover he's fabulous Scott invited me to step inside a disco ball. Hmm. Now, if anybody knows what a disco ball looks like, it's a bunch of little bitty mirrors all, and it's a round shape. And when light hits it, it reflects it mm-hmm. back in beautiful colors, mm-hmm. like a kaleidoscope and all this stuff. So uh, when I, when I energetically step into the disco ball, I feel completely safe. The other thing is in the cracks or, you know, the little distance between those mirrors, you can uh, say only love enters here. Mm. And anything unlike love gets reflected back oh. to the sender. Um, yes. You know, if it, it, we just, and just know that it's being returned to sender, any <laughs> anger, fear, yeah. hatred, judgment, return to sender. Mm. And the only thing allowed in is love because when you, when you breathe love and circulate love, that becomes your, uh, your attractor that becomes your magnet to pull that more in so the disco ball thing you guys is is it's really fun and 
then you're then you're protected when you're out in the world and and that's a big deal right I now love that. to be to oh. be protected but not because you're afraid right because you're smart <laughs> well and because you want to be fully you you want to yeah. be uh empowered by love right powered by love and not fear so um to to just put the fear outside the disco ball your fear and allow it to if anybody comes at you consciously or unconsciously that those mirrors just reflect back what is not like love and anything that's loving kind compassionate can come in yeah and i think i love that i just love 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 that image so much um and we'll use that again so thank you I think too, one of the words that popped into my head as we're talking about this, because both of us help people in this realm of finding that authenticity and living authentically is that the trust is building while you are breathing in the love, breathing out the love is that it very intentionally trusting yourself, trusting your Mm. heart, right? Because Mm. I think in those moments and um, kind of the fallout of heartbreak is that we, we don't trust ourselves anymore, right? Like how I can't trust myself now. I made this decision and how did I let myself get into this relationship? And now what, what if I can't trust myself? And I think that that is a part, absolute part of this journey, um, that happens that I, I, I know happened with you too, is that you, trusted yourself more and more, even though it can be scary, but you build the trust in yourself in order to be able to give that trust and love and share it with others. Right, right, right. That's brilliant what you just said, Liz, because I, I, I have trust issues. Mm. I do. Mm-hmm. And so breathing and focusing on being love is absolutely connected to trusting absolutely. myself. Yes. Trusting myself more. Mm-hmm. loving myself more, all, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. This cool. Is, That's this so cool. Is good. <laughs> very, very fun. Um, tell us where we can find you and follow you and connect with you. Well, I'm, uh, so go to my website, Susan Burrell, B-U-R-R-E-L-L.com and all the little icons social media icons are at the bottom of each page, you know, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. And I don't know all all that stuff. (laughs) Right. Um, And if you've got a question, you can contact me through the website. So wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. And we will, I will also put that in the show notes. I will link that into the show notes as well. Oh, Susan, my heart is just beaming today. Thank you so oh. much for joining me here. This was so amazing. I I know like as I'm in this space with you that it's amazing. And I also know and trust that there will be so much love and good that comes from our conversation. And I'm so excited to share it out, out into the world. And I invite the listeners to share it as well, right? So oh, when, yes, thank oh, you. some of the, the most amazing things that have happened in my life have been because someone said to me, Liz, you must read this, or you have to hear this podcast and have shared it with me. That is 
how we love, right? So you can do that today is share this, share this with someone who needs to hear this message, someone that you love, um, share it far and wide, because that is both of our mission and, and vision mm -hmm. in this life is to spread this love so that everyone can feel empowered. Yes. Yes, yes. And, 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 and I think the truth is of being made human, walking on planet Earth is to feel that power, right? Mm -hmm. The alignment with source and to, yes. to really live from that place, not from all the headspace stuff that and that causes and creates things that are not like love. So right. yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank, thank you. Liz. you. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. So thank, thankful for connecting with you. And um, I look forward to, to following you and seeing the amazing things that you continue to do and share with the world. Thank you so much. Thank I you. appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning into this podcast episode. I, I am Dr. Liz. I am your host of this episode and all the episodes on the Empowered by Design podcast. Again, please share this with someone that you love. And I cannot wait to connect with you again next time, sending and sharing lots and lots of love with you today. Take care. Thank you for connecting on this episode of the podcast, Empowered by Design. For further connection, subscribe to my email list at drliz.com to be sure that you are in the loop for exciting news, events, and resources. You can also follow me on social media at drliz and at Visionistas by Design. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and send this episode to one of your people in order to share the love spread the power. This podcast is designed to inspire, educate, and empower you to pursue your dreams with intentional vision. This podcast is not meant to be a substitute for psychological treatment or a working relationship with a licensed mental health professional. For more information on connecting with mental health resources in your area, visit drliz.com and click on resources. Thank you again for connecting and remember, trust the heart, work your vision, dream, design, deliver.